gentlemen welcome to another episode of the extremely internet podcast we're an extremely internet <laughs> history podcast we're off to a good start <laughs> <laughs> where we examine uh internet culture with stories we find on the internet on the internet uh of course we're gonna start this episode with a guided meditation uh imagine if you will uh that you are that you're just finished making the perfect pb and j <laughs> and as you as you just into that bad boy, you realize that that extra smooth peanut butter isn't peanut butter at all. It's information. And those preservatives from Trader Joe's, they're not preservatives from Trader Joe's. They're anecdotal stories from the internet. It's Extremely Internet Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, I am, of course, your host, uh, the 42-inch flat screen, Kyle Anderson, uh, joined, as always, by the headset DVD uh, inserted screen himself. Uh, Mitch these Holland. are really like derailing now. Yeah, I, when you have to do like thirty of these, they're they're not great. Uh, Joy is <laughs> always by the the OLED queen. <laughs> Gracie, hi. Gracie Todd, and uh, joined this time by the retina display uh, himself, <laughs> Steven Garza. I actually have a torn retina. Do you? So that's very funny oh. you said Whoa. that. Yeah. Let's get serious. That hit too uh. close to home. <laughs> Or slight, uh, I should say, it's slightly, it's right, it's, yeah, it's you torn. You punch me in the face, <laughs> yeah. never explain the reason, and it's like storm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just By the way, I bet you, I, I have, I'm allowed to just go on to anything, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have worse eyes than anybody you've probably ever met. Really? Yeah, I have contacts, otherwise I'm legally considered blind. Are really? you really? Yeah, I'm really that bad. Whoa. So when you say so if you drive now, without the, if you drive without them, it's illegal? Oh, I can't see. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I couldn't do it. Oh my God. Like at all? Like I can it's just so like blurry. blurry. It's just yeah. like super out of focus looking. Or? Everything's out of focus, yeah. And like, I'd have to be like right here. Whoa. You're like super, is that nearsighted? Yeah, I think. Fuck. I don't know. What's it called? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> he can't see. He doesn't know, dude. <laughs> it would be wild. I don't know if only farsighted is a thing, but if you could only see stuff that's like <laughs> 10 feet away, that's <laughs> wild. Everything else is like, I don't know what my hands look that's like. No, <laughs> That's kind of what I am. Like, I have to, I can't, like, look at my phone, like, right here. I have to, like, kind of do this. Yeah, that's why I'll usually hold it for you across the room. <laughs> and you'll be, like, scroll a little. I've never texted by myself. Scroll like, a little more. Kyle, yeah. Keep going down. You have another. You have a friend another room. You're like, seriously, the only part of your sexting. <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to type come play so much? What does that mean? Why do you keep sending the cowboy emoji? Why do you keep sending the cowboy emoji? She was flirting the other day, and she sent a guy the cowboy emoji, and I'm like, that means you don't want to fuck. I didn't know right? that. Like, the cowboy emoji as as I know, yeah. is a very platonic emoji. <laughs> I thought it was, I literally, it was even. It doesn't give off the vibe of, like, bend me over, cowboy. Like, <laughs> It's like get along, little doggies. <laughs> like that's the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cowboys, fuck, dude. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, Brokeback yeah, Mountain. That's true, dude. Maybe that's how he looked at it. Yeah, he looked at it. He's like, ooh, Brokeback <laughs> Mountain. Of, it's interesting. That is the seminal cowboy fucking film. Like, there's not a movie where straight <laughs> cowboys fuck. <laughs> They're either doing like chasing bandits or fucking each other. I know. I'm in North Carolina. 
for too long, when I start sending cowboy emojis, I'm like, ah, that got him. That fucking got him right there. Oh, he is ready. <laughs> Rile him up. Yeah, grab him. <laughs> oh, buddy. So what's the story we got today? Uh, we're starting off with something short at the top. This Ooh. is just something that caught my attention cleansing. in uh, September. That... Uh, September Do you 11th? remember? <laughs> <laughs> it just caught my yeah, attention. Yeah, 2014. As yeah, totally different. Yeah, totally different. 9/11. Really, if anything bad happens to you on any September 11, <laughs> <laughs> you you don't get to like make that a thing. <laughs> I threw that. By the way, that was a bit. I threw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Gar's a joke. Everybody. <laughs> now, in September of 2019. Uh, a man named Mike went to work at the WeWork space <laughs> that he, he, he worked at every day. At the end of the day, <laughs> he, he left the office. <laughs> the, way, the way he just explained, yeah, yeah. you know, he worked at the he work. He worked at the WeWork no, that he, he worked at. <laughs> he explained what a job was. Yeah, I know. We work seashells at the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> so he left work on Monday. He came back on Friday morning to find that the door, it was a sliding glass door to the office that he and I think about uh, five to six other uh, people worked in, it wouldn't budge. It just would not open. They couldn't figure out why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Can I tell you what I'm still stuck on? <laughs> 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> Sorry, we can't go any further because I heard nothing after this. You said he left on Monday, came yeah, back Friday came morning. Back Friday you guys morning. caught that? Is that what you meant oh. to say? No, that's I a weird work shift. Because I was gonna say that's <laughs> yeah. a long weekend, baby. Yeah. I'm trying to get that shift. The horse's <laughs> name was Friday. Yeah, no, <laughs> I totally <laughs> fucked that up. Yeah. No, Monday had a secretary named Friday. <laughs> Friday had a secretary named Monday. <laughs> Okay, yeah, fuck that up. <laughs> he, You're doing he left great work so on far. Friday. Um, We're so proud of you, sweetie. <laughs> yes, he left work on Friday, came back on Monday. You're absolutely correct. Um, and they did, they, they, they did wind up noticing what was blocking the door. It was, um, it was an umbrella. Oh no! Oh no! An umbrella had I mean, fallen over in a position. Now, a sliding glass perfectly. door, you know, one way you can lock it if the lock is broken or some shit. If you ever lived in, like, a poor household, it's it's you would just put down, like, yeah, you put down, like, a stick. It works a lot better than the little door lock. Yeah, it's of course. Yeah, it keeps it from opening completely. So that's what they found. They were completely shut out by <laughs> Next this Next to it, it's just a dead Mary Poppins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not pictured. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled a log rifle out of the bag. <laughs> they no, she would OD on a spoonful of sugar based on depression. <laughs> go down. Go down. <laughs> it's like slow, much very slow down. Um, they for thirty minutes just tried to jiggle the door for like <laughs> half an hour. I mean. They were what like, this will do it. Imagine five adults standing <laughs> around that door. There's going to be some jiggling. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, maybe I can get this. <laughs> they get the next day, you're in line. Let me try it now. And yeah. like, 
I just tried that. What are you doing? No one's approaching. I just imagine every single one of their names is like Tom. I don't know why. Tom's like, I got this. Tom, maybe you. Hey, Tommy, maybe come give this a try. Hey, Thomas, can you give this a jiggle? They then started trying, like, shoving coat hangers through, like, the crack in the door to try and... Oh, a bunch of dudes always have a coat <laughs> hanger. <laughs> 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 work it works when, when you don't want a baby, but not when you're trying to open a door. It's yeah. the worst. <laughs> I, was, I keep it on me like a condom, just in case. <laughs> 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 doing coat hanger abortion. <laughs> well, th- so they didn't have plastic coat hangers. There were the little wire ones. They had wire coat hangers just in uh, hanging around the office. Uh, I always keep one in my thieves' Hanging <laughs> around the office. They so tried sorry. going to one of the uh, windows on the outside overlook on a roof uh, in a nearby office, uh, but they couldn't get a latch to open that window. Uh, so they couldn't. They wanted to try and, like, I don't know, fucking climb down into their office or some shit. Uh, they couldn't do that. They tried calling WeWork, who managed the building. Uh, and they were like, what the fuck <laughs> should we do? It's your umbrella, people. <laughs> They're like, we're not responsible for the umbrella. They said to try jiggling the door, and they were like, God, we I did that. <laughs> Hi, this is Tom at customer service. <laughs> have you tried jiggling the door? The worst and then part it's like was... like when you call for tech support. They're like, have you tried turning your computer off? Like, yeah, yeah. we all tried that. <laughs> part was that it was raining outside and they didn't have their fucking umbrella, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Well, this couldn't get any worse. <laughs> now, they had tweeted a photo of it being like, oh, shit, look what happened. And uh, overnight, it just, like, became, like, a, a pretty big meme. Man, fuck the world, right? Um, like, now we're just, <laughs> like, fuck that that's a thing that can, like, like, there's just some kid who's, like, curing, like, a dis- major disease. No one gives a fuck. The world is like, but this umbrella's fucking at the, at the WeWork. And then nine million tweets about it. I like they were all sympathizing with the guy. He can't, but he needs his umbrella. And there's genocide in Africa. Yeah, exactly. Like, but people, he needs his umbrella. People are just <laughs> tweeting fucking Rihanna gifts. Like, in response. Like, <laughs> the amount of a reply, guys, saying, have you tried jiggling the door? Yeah. <laughs> So, Mike woke up the next morning and went to work with a screwdriver, a pair of pliers, and extra coat hangers. (laughs) (laughs) Promise, I don't think we had enough. (laughs) (laughs) Try jiggling it harder. (laughs) (laughs) They take the the coat hanger and jiggle with it. (laughs) Now, people started replying to the tweet, saying things about, you know, like coat hangers and jiggling. But a lot of people had a pretty dope idea. Why don't you just break the glass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, women have been so trying to do that for a long time. It's not <laughs> fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, you guys of the pod. You know, you guys are so worried about breaking that glass ceiling. Yeah. You try one of the doors. <laughs> it turns out they're also made of glass. It's crazy. Um... Well, it's m- it's an umbrella. Couldn't she use a magnet? <gasps> she use a magnet through the glass. Is that the answer? Did he just solve it? You should reply. That's not <laughs> the answer. Oh. <laughs> that might have worked. I don't know. That's it so might have worked. I love that for you. Good job. Um, <laughs> I, I solved the Mitch's puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> now. Hey, hold on. High five me. I solved I was like your really good. <laughs> I'm like really 
proud of you right now. Yeah. Okay, go dude, on. I'm fucking smart, dude. Now, dude, according to the uh, Vice <laughs> article that I'm reading from that Mike wrote about the ordeal, uh, he would have broken it if, like, someone or something was trapped in there, but... <laughs> At the moment, they just couldn't go to work. It's kind of an overreaction to, like, <laughs> throw a chair through the window. <laughs> like, but there was an umbrella in there! <laughs> <laughs> it was innocent! <laughs> also, if these guys are getting out of work for this, they're going to milk it as long as they can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was, that reminds me, there was this, uh, I, so I'm from Vegas, and one year I worked EDC, like, as a drink vendor, right? And I had a bunch of friends who, uh, they were, like, it's a great way to sneak into EDC for free. If you ever want to go to oh, EDC, that's just, just what I'm like, I've been dying to. Yeah. Go on. If you ever, listeners, if you ever want EDC to, go on is. Craigslist, the Electric Daisy Carnival. Oh. Uh, if you ever want to go to it for Vega, in Vegas, just. I have a good relationship with my parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> go on. Fair. Go, go a week early and just sign up to be a drink vendor and then just ditch the <laughs> shirt that they give you because <laughs> they have 500 drink vendors and two managers that they would never be able to tell. And one umbrella. One umbrella. <laughs> So I was like back. Uh, they like had to shut down part of it because it was really windy, and where all the rides and the stages were, they were like getting ready to tip over. So I was in that area that was shut down because I was still working. My friends who weren't working were trying to get in touch with me, and we had this dude Drew who we used to do comedy with, and he was like, he was the worst. <laughs> he was just one of those guys. He was the worst. But uh, the security, they were trying to get to me because our phones weren't working because there were so many people there. Like your phones just start don't fucking work, and. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to get to me and the security guards were like you can't go any further and Drew just goes our fucking friends in there man <laughs> <laughs> and even the security guards were like calm down <laughs> I like to oh imagine he just like ripped open the chair. <laughs> our fucking friends in there man who are you this is for you Kyle <laughs> So WeWork wound up sending in an engineer who specialized in getting into closed offices. He's, he's, he has an eye patch. <laughs> he has like a bandolier of grenades. He's like, I've never met an office I couldn't get Did into. Did you ever see Prison Break? <laughs> they, sent, they brought him in in a helicopter. I do like, have you guys ever seen Prison Break? It's just that, but oh just like man. for like little offices. Hell yeah. <laughs> Office break on Fox. <laughs> so the engineer... Tried jiggling the door. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Tom. <laughs> Have you tried jiggling it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I love that. That's Who's still, paying this guy? <laughs> nobody has communicated that that has been tried. <laughs> he then. But if he had jiggled it the right way and it <laughs> worked, <laughs> mankind would be set back two hundred years. <laughs> he then tried to stick his fingers through the crack. Mm. Too small though, huh? And then said, "Tobias has the thinnest fingers, <laughs> and that's why he's so good at this job. His fingers are like pencil thin. <laughs> <laughs> why is that so funny? So he's a totally normal guy. That you look at his hands, you're like, whoa. It's just a, it's like, like Elastigirl, but his only yeah. power is his fingers. His fingers are just long and weird. He could figure a chick with the whole hand. It doesn't, doesn't even affect it. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> the engineer said this was above his pay grade <laughs> and that there was another engineer who would be really hard to, to get scheduled 
but who would be able to handle this? And WeWork said it would be very expensive and that this was beyond anything anyone had ever seen before. <laughs> so WeWork went bankrupt over this. <laughs> no one can get enough. Turns out uh, we can't work this out. It is so funny. Like, Do you think the engineer was more expensive than replacing the window? Like breaking the glass? Couldn't have been, right? Like, wh- do you think couldn't they, like, it cost more than like a hundred and fifty dollars? But did you say this was nine eleven? When did nine eleven <laughs> come into this? <laughs> so the second tower is coming, right? <laughs> plan. Somebody's got a bre- umbrella in their office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that later. But let's do the umbrella oh, first. Osama bin Laden was like, I know how to get it out. <laughs> That's how I think this story ends. It was in the Twin Towers. It came down. That's how the window broke. And they got the umbrella back. <laughs> First, that he tried jiggling <laughs> the door, though. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'll kind of try jiggling it. <laughs> 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 9 11 really is the breaking the window to get to the umbrella. <laughs> so. By Tuesday evening, now this, you know, this is only the second day, um, somebody, I guess this was the the new uh, uh, fucking, what's the word that I was using? Engineer. The, engineer. New, the new engineer who gets into shit. <laughs> uh, his plan was that uh, he was going to go to the uh, the fifth floor. Which th- their office was on the fourth floor. Oh, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> punch through the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the whole time it was on the first floor. It's like, why didn't they just go to the window? <laughs> <laughs> they then drilled through the hole of the fifth floor into the ceiling of the fourth floor, <laughs> and then put a small piece of wire down, like hooking the umbrella and moving it out of place. And uh, as of the writing of this article, there was still a hole in the ceiling. Why wow. did they crawl through the raptors? Then they wouldn't have to put any holes in the floor. Yeah. Because you said they went from the roof to the ceiling, or from the floor to their ceiling. There must have been a gap, right? Couldn't they crawl between there? They weren't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> They weren't going to put that much work it's into it. I mean, hey, I wish I had been there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the magnet idea. I honestly like I like like I'm really proud of you. I like think, I think the magnet. I wanted to see if I could open it by jiggling it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been the guy. They would have crowned you king. <laughs> like that's an Excalibur moment. King if you're the jiggles. one that can do yeah, it. Yeah, like sword in the stone. King like jiggles. King <laughs> jiggles. <laughs> I'm the good king jiggles. <laughs> So wait, to this, they got it? Do they get it? They got we got it. him. We got him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> USA. 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 <laughs> That's the thesis, as now, Twitter said. <laughs> the, um, the sources for today's main story uh, come from a New York Times article by David Dunlap and a uh, documentary... A documentary directed by James Blumel. 
Uh, and it was also written by my lovely angel, uh, Emma. Oh, it was so producer. wonderful. Uh, the tragic events, it starts off on a somber tone, but it's it gets fun, I swear. <laughs> so it yeah. was 9-11, yeah. right? <laughs> the, the tragic morning. events that unfolded on September 11th, 2001, are burned into the <laughs> American psyche. <laughs> But nothing can be as bad as that umbrella being locked in the office. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. nothing can match the atrocities. <laughs> the nothing gets worse than that. Oh, an innocent umbrella. I like, I literally, I just can't get over it. goes, it starts off a little dark, all right? So, the tragedy of 9 11. America's darkest day. <laughs> Through all the death and tragedy, a survival story is something that we as a nation need. One of these survivors was a woman named Tanya Head. Steve Ranazizi. <laughs> Tanya uh, had a career in global investment and worked for Merrill Lynch in the South Tower on the 78th floor. Did she, she have an umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this would make her one of only 19 people who survived above the level of impact. Oh, man. She managed to escape the building and was carried out by a firefighter. Luckily, only suffering Hot. with burns on her arms. Uh, her husband, Dave, was working in the North Tower on that day and was one of the thousands who did not survive. Good, good story choice. Hey, Dave. This one's for you, bud. Now, of course, the, the trauma from that day, along with losing the love of her life, left Tanya with a severe case of PTSD. So in early 2004, she had joined the World Trade Center Survivor Network, an organization and website that supplies resources and support to people who were affected by the attacks. She had also started uh, like a little forum of her own, which was part of how she joined this, was she had started kind of a, a, a blog of survivor stories. Um, and she was so one of the like first. she's like a survivor, like she's like kind of like an outspoken survivor. Yes. While most had, you know, were still like kind of reeling from what was happening, she was finding solace through uh, talking about it very publicly and a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, I'm the 9-11 comedian. Yeah, she starts doing a lot you of bits. <laughs> <laughs> working out a lot of this stuff. So, I mean, the first tower, sure. Second tower, <laughs> hack, you know. Uh, in a short amount of time, Tanya quickly became one of the like most outspoken spokespeople for like all 9/11 survivors. She was kind of like the face, the face of survivors. Of <laughs> <laughs> she put endless work into the organization as well as thousands of dollars. Within the first couple of months of Tanya joining the network, they began to receive state funding. She would like fucking like she, appeal is she to. Hot? <laughs> I gotta know. Why if you're the face, why do you need to know? She's why are hot? they making her the face? <laughs> because she's hot, right? Because she talks a, a lot. Smoke show. <laughs> oh, a little smoke <laughs> show. Okay, not hot. Tanya's not hot. Jesus. What? She's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Grace. You want to fuck Tanya? <laughs> 
Do you want to fuck Tanya? Huh? No, dude, 9-11 already fucked her. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you want a munch? Jesus. Want a munch box? She got a uh, a trauma expert who was able to perform group therapy sessions with the survivors, and Tanya amazingly got access to go to Ground Zero for herself and the rest of the organization. So she was actually doing things that were really helping. Uh, other survivors with she sounds great. like everything that they were going through. I think they all like even once like they all got together and just watched Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> just to be like it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> we have a totally different <laughs> set of challenges you know. None of the challenges are PTSD. (laughs) Tanya's selflessness and kind demeanor made her a sort of icon amongst the network. In the spring of 2004, the group created official online writing workshops. This proved to be an incredible outlet for Tanya's sadness. She put her grief on full display. Uh, This was a quote from her. Uh, I believe one of the, the things that she had posted on the internet. It's still all so raw. It hurts so much. It hurts as much now as then, and I still cannot understand why, why, why. I talked to Dave and told him I was sorry, but he didn't answer back. Our photos together are now only ghosts of a life I once had and desperately want back. My other half is missing, ripped away from us by human missiles. Can I guess? Can I guess the ending? Hmm. I want to guess. She killed her husband. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think this bitch killed her husband. Hard cut to Dateline her episode? flying a plane. Um. <laughs> No, uh, I'm I'm going to guess that she <laughs> she wasn't. Hard <laughs> cut to her in the office planting the umbrella. <laughs> 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 like looking over her shoulder. <laughs> yeah, doing her hand, rubbing her hands together. Uh, my guess is she. This is a lie. I don't think she's in the building. I think she lied. I think she wanted the attention. I think her husband died. And I think she's thriving off of it. I just saw it in her eyes. And now I don't feel as bad for Kyle saying she's not hot. She's not hot. <laughs> she, I'm sure she could be a perfectly attractive person. If she okay, just because she's not your it. type. Okay. You want to fuck her? <laughs> Hard cut to me sending her a cowboy emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. That's my guess. That's my guess, okay? Well, and fun, I guess. With Tanya's internet activity, it quickly became a trauma competition survivors and not really between other survivors mostly just between Tanya Tanya was nobody else was really like even like people wanted to talk about it but they didn't want to be as open as she was being they didn't want to be the fucking face of a movement they they wanted to heal Um, so Tanya would send mass emails to the network uh, like just about what she was going through Nobody else did this. Uh, Jerry uh, Bogas. I don't want to hate Bogak. her until I know it's not real. Uh, <laughs> one of the survivors involved in the group said her experience seemed to be more than many of the survivors who were in the survivors network. And even though we tried to be egalitarian and equal, there's no question this hierarchy hierarchy of suffering does form. 
and the stories that we were telling didn't have much impact as much impact as what she experienced. God, so if if what she said is right, then like not only she's like one upping everybody's survivor story and making all theirs sound shitty. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we rushed out of the building. She's like, well, you know, I had to be carried out. It's <laughs> 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 like, dude, okay, <laughs> yeah. We all nine eleven, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, that's like somebody who wasn't even there trying to you know pretend that they're just as sad about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, I remember where I was. I was taking a shower. <laughs> People were there. <laughs> I was eating my eggs. I was like, this is going to be big. <laughs> Shut up. So the whole group became entangled in Tanya's heartbreaking story. And on March 23rd, 2004, she posted uh, another installment in, in her emotional journey talking about... Um, she got a promotion, and, and she she still doesn't know why why she's working even. Her mind is miles away. She lives over and over in the moment she shared with her fiancé, Dave, who died in the North Tower. <laughs> now, this email do you, do that she sent out... Hmm. Do you think when he died, they tried jiggling it? <laughs> 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 we had choked on the pot. <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> now, this email started to plant doubt in the seeds of, uh, plant seeds of doubt <laughs> as to, holy shit, as to Tanya's credibility in some of the other group members' minds. Inconsist- inconsistencies began to appear. Like, in this email, she referred to Dave as her fiancé, whereas to others, she referred to Dave as her husband. Curious. That sounds like you're probably right. This is getting sketchy now. Yeah. I want to. I want to believe her, but. Right. This is what happens when you believe woman. Never do. (laughs) (laughs) Never believe woman. That's that's my my hard stance. (laughs) There's two things I'm passionate about: comedy and not believing woman. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's comedy and believing men. my reply guy reply. <laughs> 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 on uh, at least one occasion, one of the other group members had asked her what her fiance's last name was. Uh, she always just referred to him as David, but had never used a last name. Part of it was curiosity and part of it was uh, suspicion. When she gave a last name, they uh, somebody looked in the portraits of grief that they wrote after 9-11, and David there died he was. In fire. There was the person with the last name that she said, and then the, the person questioning her was like, oh, fuck, like, what, am, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm questioning another survivor's, like, whether or not... Well, turns out that Dave was a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> now... <laughs> twist. What happens... W- yeah, do you feel bad for her if her husband died, but... He was a 10-year-old boy. She was fucking she was a kid. Married. She was fucking a kid, but yeah. he did die 9-11. <laughs> so. <laughs> like, you tell that to your friend as you're, like, walking into dinner. You're like, wait, what? You're like, just go, just just it go with up. it. Tanya would become emotional and reluctant when asked questions about the event, and this made other members hesitant to ask too many more questions. 
wasn't just Tanya's vulnerability that made other members reluctant to bother her. Uh, in the years she had been in the network, her story had been central to their growth. As New York prepared for the fourth anniversary of the attack, the organizers of the new 9-11 Tribute Center heard Tanya's story. On September 9th, 2005, leading politicians opened the Tribute Center in front of the world's press. New York State Governor Pataki attended and gave a heart-touching speech. Mayor Giuliani was invited and the <laughs> to okay, the event. Okay, time out. Can I just say something? Yes. Yes. Please. Why did Burner get the story with the cum in a pot and I got the 9-11 <laughs> <one> too? <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. That's the part I walked in with Burner when you're talking about a coming to pause. Like, oh, this is, this is great. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll throw me a softball like that. But I got <laughs> <laughs> he gets the fucking 9 11 story. He's laying up for Garza. You know? <laughs> You gonna make a speech about it or what? (laughs) By the way, I didn't find out what was the come in the pot. I never got to hear that. Oh, he uh, he came in the pot to impregnate a woman. Yeah, she got pregnant uh, by somebody else because she wanted him to think it was him. So yeah. But why was the come in the pot? (laughs) She was like, here, put your come in this. Well, you know, come doesn't melt steel beams. We know how it doesn't melt steel beams. Cum comes out at 1440 Fahrenheit, okay? Steel beams don't melt until 1760, okay? Listen, cowboy emojis drop at a free fall rate of 11 seconds. That is a pancake effect, okay? I just to go ahead and uh, lift the like the 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 veil of of uh, uh, not wanting to make jokes down. about a survivor, uh, she was in Barcelona in 2001. Oh man, would that change everything? Is that is that <laughs> building seven's name? <laughs> when she had first started is communicating, building seven, or as we call him, Barcelona. <laughs> We will build to this, but to make you a little more comfortable, <laughs> when she was first communicating with uh, the other survivors online, uh, she was still in Barcelona. She <laughs> was oh, Wait, really? And uh, the, the Merrill Lynch office that she worked for in the tower, uh, Merrill Lynch wasn't in the fucking tower. Merrill Lynch didn't have an office there at all. Yeah. Oh. She's a lying liar. I know that I know that this is probably the only true part, but, but global investments just doesn't sound like a real thing. Like you said, she worked for global. <laughs> I just, I just want to. Totally, it's totally a real thing. <laughs> I know that's like, the one. Wait, auto insurance? Is it like automatic insurance? That yeah. doesn't sound that's real. That's the one true thing. I'm like, what are you investing in? You know global what I mean? Global enterprises. What yeah, exactly yeah, do you yeah. do? <laughs> oh, we do a little bit of everything. <laughs> now, in 2005. It sounds like a like someone's like fake job in their Tinder bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think she would pick something that was in that tower other than a fictional business or it's <laughs> not even in that tower? Just Google it, right? Now, in Can you uh, get a list of the businesses that were in 9-11 <laughs> Tower? I called it the 9-11 Tower. I the 9-11 Tower. The World Trade Center. I'm sorry. The 9-11 Tower. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
shower. Do you ever think about Price the designer bills. that made those 9-11 t-shirts? And like when you put the 11 as the buildings, if you really... <laughs> I, d- I think about him a lot. With the American flag as the slash. Yeah, the it slash. It would be nine American flag slash buildings. Because yeah, yeah. there was a third. It's terrible tragedy. Nobody's saying that wasn't. They were ugly buildings. They <laughs> <laughs> were not. What? Grace, would you fuck those buildings? <laughs> <laughs> Joke of um, the pod. <laughs> Now, in 2005, when uh, they were doing the anniversary, the fourth anniversary, and Tanya was giving Rudy Giuliani a tour of Ground Zero, nobody knew that she had never been there. So she is, she's like Renazisi, but like way better. (laughs) Wait. in Barcelona. Oh, that's where she was from. Oh, she's from Barcelona? Yeah, she lived in Barcelona her whole life up until like 2004. 2004? Oh. When she like, she started getting like inducted into the pro, into the the Survivors Guild and she panicked and was like, oh fuck, I gotta be there. The Survivors (laughs) Guild. This is like some kind of fucked up like Munchaus syndrome type thing where you just want. Yeah, it honestly is. It's like the same form of attention seeking as Munchausen, totally. Yeah, like when or like when someone dies and then you put on Facebook like how close you are like, my buddy, we used to like drive trucks together in high school and it's like you never talked to him. No, I know. I I, there's a girl, my first kiss killed herself on the back. And uh, (laughs) she (laughs) immediately (laughs) after. Yep. You're Within right. Within seconds. Seconds after. <laughs> 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 her lips are like, I should be her laughing at that. Oh my god. Her lips are like, 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 oh my god. Her lips uh, <laughs> no, there's no funny part of the story. <laughs> that's why. That's why I got quiet. I was like, let's see how he pulls this out. Right? <laughs> you dug the hole, so not get out of everybody, it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's like giving speeches, and then like the guy she'd been dating, like gives a speech, and it's like really heartfelt. It's like clearly the end, right? <laughs> and then this like weird Latino kid is like, yo, 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 <laughs> he asks for the mic, and he's like, yo, I didn't ever know Alex, but like straight up. All these people, she sounds dope. He thought it was an open mic. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do a quick five? (laughs) When he started fucking the stool, that was weird, dude. (laughs) Yo, keep playing that shit. (laughs) That's how he got the audience on his side. Then he went into his whole. (laughs) I start with crowd work. (laughs) Can you imagine being lit at a funeral? (laughs) Just like, hey, it's going a little too. Those comics, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this time, uh, like watching her give a, a tour to Rudy Giuliani, she was apparently on this day uh, very, very emotional, like overly emotional and, and kind of nervous, um, more outwardly than any of the other uh, survivors, the real survivors. And uh, a New York Daily 
uh, news reporter, Michael Daly. Did he own the company? <laughs> wow. What do you work for? Uh, the Daily. What's your name? Uh, Mike Daly. <laughs> Until he puts his leather jacket on. But, uh, then he's night mode, Mike. He was among the press present, and he felt like Tanya was way over the top. Well, yeah, he knows a liar when he sees one because his <laughs> name is fucking Daly. I just, can you imagine, like, because, like, this is 2005. This is before she was found out. Um, so imagine being the dude, uh, like, who's watching, like, a survivor sob at 9-11 <laughs> with Rudy Giuliani and, like, looking at other people and being like, this seems kind of crazy. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's confidence. Yeah. So yeah. much. You have to be a real monster. That's probably why it took so long to catch her, right? Because nobody wanted to call her out and be Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why even the other survivors, like, they felt bad prying, like, asking yeah. her anything. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Did you guys ever think about uh, Mark Wahlberg saying he wished he was on the plane? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I forgot all about that until you said that. I think about oh, it all the Oh, that's one of my favorite, favorite fucking quotes. You have a good impression. Of I that. love that. Do it I was, uh, what, what, uh, it was, uh, it was me? <laughs> my kids in that first class cabin? There would have been a whole lot more blood. <laughs> <laughs> he would have murdered everyone on the plane just in case they were also terrorists. <laughs> You're just pitching a movie plot. I gotta be sure. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, America needs that movie. You know, like a movie where a sing, uh, like a single struggling Boston dad fights back against. <laughs> I still yeah. like the idea of the movie though that it's just Mark Wahlberg as Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he is Mark Wahlberg. He's going from one Wahlburgers to the opening of another Wahlburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and I travel on 9/11 because it's uh, economical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of him recently talking about the movie he was in with The Rock, and they're like, yeah, The Rock, uh, is it weird, like, working with someone who's obviously, like, more in shape, and he was not having it. <laughs> it was the Yo, I'm he fucking was like yoked, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, I mean, yeah, I think, all I'm saying is, like, maybe he, he could uh, lift something bigger, but when it comes to reps, I can do more reps, <laughs> like smaller reps. He <laughs> <laughs> just like wouldn't have it. So yeah, it's like one of those guys who can't bench press like everybody <laughs> else. Be like, but I can run a mile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was faster. There was like when uh, one of the Transformers movies he was in, he was being like asked questions because uh, someone who was in it was also in a Marvel movie, and they were like, you know, your co-star is uh, in the MCU. What, what do you think would happen if uh, the Transformers had a crossover? with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he just goes, two paychecks. <laughs> so later that night, on the fourth anniversary of 9-11, Tanya emailed the Survivors Network, like a mass email. Uh, it included uh, uh, an attached video of her surrounded by cameras and politicians, and it read, hee hee, for those who missed it, here's a short clip about it. Notice the amount of cameras pointing at me, and notice the people I'm giving the tour to, Pataki, Bloomberg, and Giuliani. Don't ask me what I said, because I have no idea. I was freaking out. Oh my god, I was totally overwhelmed, and I had to tell my story. Yo, fuck her. 
Whoa, that's just pure evil. Yeah. Tanya's a Damn. legit ass monster. Wait, wait, also, how did she write her she laugh? She is like a legit. Her what? How'd she write her laugh? H E H E one. Right, wait, can you read that one more time? <laughs> I, I just can't believe the way she wrote it was almost yeah. like a. Like a villainous. Yeah. 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 It was just, go ahead, read it one more time. I just want to hear Yeah. 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 <laughs> have to share my story. Uh, oh boy. It was, uh, I was freaking, don't ask me what I said because I have no idea. I was freaking out. Oh my God, I was totally overwhelmed and I had to tell my story. She jerked off to the clip. <laughs> she jerked off oh to my the God, clip yeah. multiple times. You ever masturbate to a picture of yourself shaking Bloomberg's hand? <laughs> <laughs> never watching it again. <laughs> Let's just say she jiggled it a little. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, people did start to notice uh, a 2002 New York Times article that uh, had published a definitive account of the last minutes inside the towers and claimed to have interviewed everyone who survived from the impact point and above the floor from the floor of the South Tower. Now, Tanya was not mentioned in this article because they were actually interviewing people in person and she wasn't in... United States even in 2002 yet. I, I think it was 2003 or 2004 that she came here. So um, people kind of started to notice that like she wasn't interviewed for that. That's a little weird. This reminds me of the, what's her name, Rachel Doe's? Dolezal. Yeah. Like just a little bit. Attention seeking. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This, this is like when uh, if your name is like the same as the name of someone whose name is on the comedy store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, that's me. It's like, really? Because your name is between Richard Pryor and, like, Paul Mooney. So it's weird that you were, okay, you're 65? Okay, sure. <laughs> now, uh, one of the people mentioned in this 2002 article was someone who's been, like, publicly popularly referred to as Red Bandana Man. <laughs> um. But uh, his he name was, a blood, was not a crip. His name was Wells Crowthers. Yeah, I can see why you go with that. <laughs> Neither of those are names. <laughs> Wells Crowthers. What are you, a demon? <laughs> sounds sounds like a candy your uh, grandma gives he's like you. A Harry Potter character. <laughs> I learned the spell from Wells Crowthers. <laughs> he was. Uh, <laughs> Wells Crowthers. He's a dementor. <laughs> like it's just. It's also like uh, like a chocolate that Werther's makes. Yeah, it's a Werther's Wells Crowther's. Yeah, Wells Crowther's. I yeah. made that joke earlier and no one heard it. Oh, it sorry, fine. buddy. No, it's okay. I did my best, you guys. I'm wearing high waters. It's oh. a rough day. <laughs> Look how these are extremely high waters. You know what? I think that is an atrocity <laughs> on par. <laughs> <laughs> What if you uh, with the umbrella, not what if <laughs> what if you re-listen to this and you realize I didn't make the joke and just like her I cut it. Now Wells was a 24-year-old junior trader who worked in the 105th floor of the South Tower, and he had his whole life carried a red bandana in his pocket. Uh. After the attacks... For Red gay stuff, it's not weird. 
It's like having, a, it's like having that certain earring. <laughs> it was in his right pocket. It's in his right pocket. After the attacks, Red Bandana Man continually came up in accounts from survivors. He had uh, apparently rescued at least 18 people from the attacks, going back into the towers at least three times. Yeah. Did you, uh, I heard that uh, Red Bandana also uh, helps with the Kill Tony podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Niche joke. Niche joke. Just Brian Red Band going in over and over again. <laughs> I think I have more people now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was posthumously awarded as an honorary member of the New York Fire Department uh, for being like dope as fuck. And his story became one of legend in a uh, depressed post-9-11 New York. Uh, as he gained fame, a new figure began to emerge in Tanya's accounts of the day. Well, thank you, Diggory Trowger. You <laughs> you're a true hero. <laughs> <laughs> now, since Tanya had uh, mentioned red bandana man in her story now so many times and so publicly the Crowther family actually reached out to her after seeing her account of their son saving her life well she said he saved her yeah wouldn't he remember that he's dead he died in the towers because he kept oh, going back either. and saving yeah. other people. Damn. Oh, yeah, no, posthumously o- awarded as a member. Oh, man. Like, yeah, no, he died. He was one of the m- like most famous. At least 18 people were rescued by this 24-year-old kid Aww. just running man. back into the fucking place over and over. And Tanya claimed to be one of these people now. God, this bitch. I hate her. <laughs> I fucking yeah. hate her, dude. How, how far did she let it go? Because it started, it was bad at the beginning, but then she yeah. keeps stepping her game up. It's like, yeah. whoa, right? at what point do you be like, I'm, I'm cashing out, dude. <laughs> She's I mean, now, like, talking to the family of a kid who's, like, That's a so legit-ass hero. And she doesn't even need to, like, she doesn't even necessarily she doesn't need, need to, to add clean. that. No. She's she a, just needs to stop being a part of it all. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just go back to Spain and stop being a part of this yes. thing you're not a part like, of. Yes, like, Renazizi, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Look, Renazizi just needs some good podcast <laughs> stories, okay? He just needed... You know, you're going on late night, you want to have an anecdote, you want to... <laughs> now, Tanya was hesitant to meet the Crowthers, but eventually agreed to under the condition that it would be very discreet. The Crowthers were touched by Tanya's promise to frame the piece of bandana she had that belonged to Wells. No. And now she, I don't think she, she actually I think have a piece yeah, of bandana. Yeah, she just claimed that she, she had a fucking piece okay, of it. Yeah. Yes. She it, see what I say? It, cash out. You keep going further and you keep yeah. her hole. How are you she's like at home like singeing the edge of a yeah. piece of fabric with a lighter oh, like fuck. You know yeah. she did. That's crazy. Yeah. Tanya was even invited to Wells uh, annual memorial and gave a speech. You think she crushed? <laughs> oh, well, you know what? No, no, no. I'm so sorry. This is wild. So, she murdered. You know what? I, I did misread that. So she was invited to attend and invited to give a speech. But she didn't do it? But she was like, ah. 
Oh, this, had, is, this is too She far? got a friend to do it. She got presumably somebody else from the she network to fill in for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm angry. I crushed the bottle cap. I'm angry. Uh, in October of 2006, Tanya was voted president of the growing Survivors Network. <laughs> so now she's like full on Rachel Dolezaling. <laughs> like she is. Like she's now the head of the NAACP yeah. for 9 11 survivors. Yeah. Oh, this is so fucked. <laughs> this is so fucked, dude. Oh my god. Um. Too dark of a joke. I now on the seventh. Oh, in September two thousand six, the New York Daily News ran an article about her extraordinary escape. <laughs> her extraordinary <laughs> escape. She From was like. She was supposed, yeah. She was supposed to be carried out by these dudes. Uh, According to her story, she was carried out by uh, Wells Crowthers and then a firefighter. Also, I'm sorry. Looks like a lot to carry. (laughs) Jesus, I knew you were going there before you said I'm sorry. I don't expect. Listen, if there's a fire and something happens to my legs, I'm not getting carried out. (laughs) Any of you guys? That's a trip. That's a trip by one dude. If a guy was carrying me out, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time I'd just be whispering, I'm like, look, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I do feel like that would make it worse. The apology throughout. You could carry Mitch and Grace one over (laughs) each shoulder before you'd fucking strap my fucking elk body to your back and carry it out of a building. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Be like carrying a fucking deer. (laughs) Terrible. I'm not flexible either, so I'm like a big, <laughs> I'm like a carpet. Dismantle and pack you out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not flexible. I'm not. I'd be too. This is me pitching. I'm a firefighter to carry other people. I know he's going to have trouble with it. It's going to be embarrassing in front of the other burning people. But I just like the. I like the picture of you saying you're sorry as if being drug out. <laughs> not helping at all. You're like, Yo, use your free arm. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm also very lazy. I'm sorry. sorry I'm, just, I'm, I'm out of shape, man. I'm sorry. But you're doing a really good job. Keep going. You're, you're so strong. You I start really, talking about your New Year's I goals. Love, I love your bandana. I got goals of the New Year. I'm going to try and do more yams than potatoes, you know? Like just more yams than potatoes. Style changes, yeah, yeah. You know? He's like He's like taking out a hallway, and you're like, oh, oh. He's like, what's that? You should have gone right. <laughs> You're like a backseat driver now. Well, you know, there's there's a vending machine. That <laughs> I read this Can one Lizzo article, and I was trying. I was really thinking it was fine. Wow, you're taking the stairs. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start all that. So after this New York Daily News article, journalists at the New York Times were like, "Hey, what the fuck?" His name's Daniel Times. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Journalists at the, at the New York Times had written an article in 2002 where they had interviewed every survivor. They didn't know who the fuck this Tanya Head was, and they were going to blow this bitch up. <laughs> Not the best words. <laughs> <laughs> like she's the south wing of the Pentagon. We're going to blow this bitch up. Not if Mark Wahlberg's there. <laughs> no, no. So People aren't that sad about the Pentagon, you know? <laughs> I told you, it didn't make the 9-11 disaster. 
9. No, there's no tentacles. <laughs> if it was 9-11. The 9 should have been the round part of the 9 should have been a pentagon. <laughs> All I'm saying is he missed a key opportunity. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed it's a he. Nobody cries for the pentagon. <laughs> One of our strongest shapes. <laughs> triangle it would have still been standing <laughs> notice they didn't target the triangle they didn't go for the pyramids they didn't go for the pyramids no triangles they didn't touch the rhombus <laughs> so the new york times journalists started contacting other members of the survivors network and it was obvious that they were like doing an investigation yeah, another digging yeah um, so now that one guy who felt like an asshole is kind of like I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think his wife left him. He's like, you jerk. <laughs> Leave so her alone. <laughs> She's Tanya. lost enough. <laughs> Tanya started contacting her friends in the Survivors Network and, and asking them, like, hey, hey, shut the fuck up. Please don't say shit about shit. Because um, that's not. And uh, a week later, an article was published by the New York Times titled, A Moving Tale of 9-11 survival, the pieces just don't fit. Ooh, that's a very Man. esoteric You have tale. to be very positive that, that <laughs> she's faking to post that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also kind of burying the lead. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. sure. Yeah, that's true. Like kind of just be like the con woman of 9-11. Like, just right? go for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's why what did they even hint around it? They should have just gone straight around I know, they really are with the article. Uh, there's a, the documentary that was made like relatively recently is just called The 9-11 Faker. There oh, we there go. There you go. That's what we're looking at. <laughs> that's the headline. <laughs> the big now liar. that's a nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big liar. <laughs> there's two. There's an 11 instead of L's. <laughs> the I'm building. Still I still can't get over picturing you being drug out of a building. That's so fun. <laughs> Just that picture. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, could you s- hurry up, man? There's like <laughs> other people that are like, we're also on fire. Took a while. <laughs> when he goes back in, he drops you off outside. He's like, I'm going to go get more. No, stay with me. <laughs> Actually, my car was on the other side of the building. I don't know if you get up. You know what? I'll call a lift. (laughs) 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 Do you think, well, my phone's dead. Can I maybe on yours? (laughs) (laughs) Go in there and give me a phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'd reach for one, but I'm not very flexible. (laughs) 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 So Tanya was publicly exposed. It turned out that uh, though she gave the name of an actual Dave who was killed in 9-11, uh, she was never... It wasn't her husband? She was never engaged to like him. They were just married. fucking... She like Googled a list and she was like, and I nailed it. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad, but it's like when Mac Miller died and uh, that girl came out publicly and was like, uh, what's her name, the YouTuber? And she was like, uh, Mac was my boyfriend. A lot of people didn't know we were dating. And then another girl came out was like, Mac was my boyfriend. No one knew we were dating. That's how they found out. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't know. It's really fun. It's really fun. That's a better story. (laughs) (laughs) And get this, 9-11. 
Uh, a spokesperson for Merrill Lynch, Lynch said the company had no record of ever employing a Tanya Head, and they did not have offices in the World Trade Center at the time of the attacks. <laughs> Tanya claimed Wait, to establish... <laughs> There's no offices? Isn't it an office building? Well, no, well, no, no just Merrill, Merrill Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> this one company, <laughs> oh my God. technically offices. Or we Whatever happened to that umbrella? We never talked about <laughs> that. Does he still have it? <laughs> uh, he ran for president. <laughs> now, Tanya had uh, established a foundation in Dave's memory called Dave's Children Foundation. No. Which no. I assume uh, collected money. She served as its executive director. Now, there was no registration records of the charity on file. Whatsoever. She was actually taking money. Ooh. She was just taking money from a, a fake Ooh. charity. She's straight villain. That's a whole nother level to this ploy. Because up Children's until now, it's charity? just been attention. It's been attention. Children's but now charity. It's I mean, like it wasn't a real children's charity ever. She just claimed she was going to give oh. money to children. Yeah, and but people she gave money they were to Tanya. To children. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. That's whoa. You know what? I'm finally on Kyle's side. She's not hot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I wish I would have made more jokes at the beginning, but yeah. I thought she's, I thought she was gonna go through some real she's trauma. She's super not hot. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle was willing to say she wasn't hot when he thought she was an actual victim, and that's strength yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. That's strength. That's true. She's been a she's been a three the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, went up to a four. You know. You know. Yeah, for a little bit. That was the con is kind of hot. <laughs> con was running a grift is fierce. <laughs> So during the actual attacks of September 1st, 2001, Tanya was enrolled in school in Barcelona. <laughs> dumbass. She has no alibi for being <laughs> in New York. Like, she has nothing. She just went on a whim and did it. Like, she had no research. You know what I mean? It yeah. happened, and she was like, I'm going to get on this. In fact, Tanya uh, wasn't her name. Her name was Alicia Esteve Head. She <laughs> did keep head. Like, if you had to get rid of one part of your name, you got to get rid of head. You'd get rid of head, yeah, right? Yeah, head sucks, dude. Well, head doesn't... You know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get yeah, you. you, you get I'm still surprised nobody from Spain recognized her from any of these articles that were online. Like, that that's not her. I know. That's yeah. Girl, I wouldn't fuck her. Because she was everywhere at the time, I'm guessing. I mean, everywhere among the specific... I don't think that in Spain, I doubt most people there really... I mean, I guess it was a, a global thing yeah. uh, to yeah. some extent, but it's still... Like, now, the only people who care about 9-11 are Americans. Like, people outside of the U.S. don't Mark really Wahlberg. know. He Especially cares. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg gives a fuck, dude. <laughs> 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 my, that was my fucking America? <laughs> On that plane? Got a lot more blood. <laughs> yeah, uh, she had never traveled to the United States until 2003. Ever in her life. Alicia Estevay Head had a history of pathological lying. Some of her posts on the network were traced back to Spain. So when she started lying, she was in, like started saying she was a survivor. She was still in Spain. Alicia's classmates in Spain reported that she had told them varying stories about the burns on her arms. So she did have actual burns on her arms. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna find out where they came from. Uh, she'd claimed they were from a car accident in a Ferrari with her boyfriend, 
She's literally the Joker. (laughs) To a house fire, to a horseback riding accident. To when she was fighting Batman above a chemical plant. Yeah, what was she doing? (laughs) (laughs) Jumping through fire hoops? How do you burn your arm on a horse? (laughs) On a horse? Yeah, that is a good (laughs) question. I didn't even put that together. Because I always play with matches when I ride horses. (laughs) Were you riding a Pokemon? (laughs) Because, like... Uh, as it turned out, almost a decade earlier, uh, Alicia's father and brother had been jailed for a multi-million euro fraud scheme. She had been in the Spanish media often due to the scale of the crime. It was a family business. Yeah. There had to be someone from that little Spanish country that saw that picture with, like, Bloomberg and Giuliani. And was like, like, they had oh, must have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still out there. <laughs> you know? We did. Some ducks <laughs> keep on swimming. I picture, <laughs> I picture her parents like finding reading the paper before she was discovered. You know what I mean? Like she's she's really doing it, isn't <laughs> she? <laughs> all proud. She's in the family business. Out, out in the big city. <laughs> you know, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. If you can make it in New York. <laughs> if you can make it up in New York. Listen, if you, you know. can make it in New York from Spain, even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make you it, make it, it up in New even York. More that's funny. <laughs> Now, that's the name for the doc. Make it up you in New York. You want a fucking cute name. <laughs> now, right this after... This guy with ideas today. Right after the uh, New York Times article was released, uh, Alicia Estevé Head uh, got the fuck out of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in February of 2008, an email was sent to the Survivors Network from Spain. The message claimed that Tanya had committed suicide. <laughs> Who's it from? Who's the email from? <laughs> wait, wait, who did send the email? Wait, that's so funny. She sent her own email? Yeah. <laughs> she sent her own, yeah. Uh, she was apparently last seen in New York with her mother on September 14th, 2011. In July 2012, oh, well, that's uh, clearly not last seen. Okay. In July 2012, Head was fired from her position at Interpartner Assistance, an insurance company in Barcelona, uh, after her employers found out about her ruse. Mm. So she just, like, seemingly tried to go back to a regular life (laughs) in Barcelona. (laughs) She tried to just go back and lead a normal-ass life again. Cunt. I'm sorry. She could have been a great actress. Crying on cue like that and fooling everybody. That's I always true. think about that when you come across a sociopath or something where they, they say they're one way and then another time they just flip. Right. Like she could have used that positively. Yeah. Do, you, do you think she's a pathological liar or do you think she's a sociopath or do you think yes and? I think some people just have such little to their actual personality and they so desperately want like attention and to be liked that they're willing to like make up. Yeah, because I've been friends with pathological liars. It's weird. She's a pathological liar. And it's like she would lie about what show she watched earlier. Yeah, things that don't even need to be lied about. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't impress me. It doesn't, like, it's like she would, like, my sister, what my parents always say is she would say she didn't eat the brownies when the brownies are in her braces. Was she always like that? Like, yeah, she's always been like, like, it's just like in her nature to be like, no, I didn't. Yeah, but that's yeah. I think pathological liar is different than what this lady's fearing because she want there's something to do with attention more yeah. so you know yeah, and she needed that. Setting up the the uh, <coughs> the fucking kids donation thing <laughs> too is another layer of like 
That's why. So she didn't serve any jail time, huh? Uh, she is that? seemingly still just like fucking bouncing around. Like the the only real known look like thing about her whereabouts was those last few details that I mentioned. Was There's got to be a manhunt for her right now. She's got to be you know to extradite her here because I mean she stole money. So I don't know how yeah, much wait, money she stole, she stole money. though. I like I didn't. I don't. Because making up the story is one thing, but once she started. Rotting the it's donation. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's possible that she didn't actually steal money and just claimed to have started this charity yeah. as okay. another one of her lies. Uh, I guess that's better. But <laughs> like I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> tried to lie about stealing yeah, money. From <laughs> I mean, think about it. Is better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like imagine so a guy time. says he fucks kids. You find out he doesn't fuck kids. What's better? Right. Then he <laughs> lied about fucking. Lying kids. is bad. But if you lied and said you raped a woman, yeah, and you didn't actually, that's yeah, lying's not the worst thing. That's <laughs> 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 so. That what a fucking sociopath. Yeah, I literally I Absolutely. hate using the c word, but she's a fucking cunt. Like yeah, that's, that's like unbelievable. Wow, that is geez. unbelievable. <laughs> and the I'm not gonna go that, that far, Gracie. That's a little bit much. Cunt. Okay. She's now a cunt. It's <laughs> wait, are you saying that it's too much? I've called the audience members that before. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, it's too much. It's a, it's a I don't like using the word cunt. I don't know. The right. Like I'm saying it right now, but like I'm nervous. It's a cunt, you know? but the, the both the straight parts <laughs> of the U are towers. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, if you want to design that shirt, <laughs> I've got a Redbubble account that I'm, I'm gonna find to her. Get I'm gonna find her. That's gonna be my goal. Like, don't fuck with cats. Oh, dude, it's your, like, Coney 2012. Yeah, I'm going to find that bitch. And I'm going to give her a stern talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her that was wrong. Pretty, pretty screwed up. I might even use the C word. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's uh, let her know. <laughs> hey, man, that was, that was a pretty bad goof up you did. <laughs> hey, not cool, dude. <laughs> what, if, what if after she got caught, she was like, oh, I was talking about a different 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What could her excuses be to for why she did that? You know, that's funny. Like I did. I was practicing for a play. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like, Ever heard of oh, it was all a prank. <laughs> practicing for a play is my favorite excuse ever because it could kind of work. Uh, yeah. Kind of good for almost anything. It could kind of work. <laughs> if that were the case, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's really dedicated to her art. You know what I mean? Now <laughs> yeah. she, she should have just gone with that. <laughs> TSA agents like, why do you have this box cutter? And I'm like, I'm <laughs> practicing for a play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man. if she was the one orchestrating all of 9/11? I'm saying just for the attention. Don't you hate that one friend who just starts drama? Kathy started another terror cell. <laughs> They're starting <laughs> to get pretty catty. <laughs> These terror cells. There's <laughs> so she was the actual Bin Laden the whole time. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I know a guy who said that he lived in uh, the area of Florida that those guys went to flight school. Like, because they went to a flight school in Florida. And that uh, his brother worked at the, like, he was a bouncer at the titty bar that all those guys went to every <laughs> night when they were... <laughs> They just went to a titty bar every night for like two weeks. 
<laughs> before doing 9-11, it just looked oh at, like, God. Florida girl titties. <laughs> Can you imagine? What kind of customers were they? They tip well? About <laughs> I, mean, that? I can't imagine that they're, like, worried about. <laughs> were they the 4, a, 4 p.m. customers? <laughs> right. Dedicated to the dancers? <laughs> yeah. Nothing sadder than a 4 p.m. customer and a titty Because those are always the creepy guys. Like, watch the buffet. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the ones in Vegas will do free food. Ew. So, like, at the titty bar, there's free. The worst is a make-your-own-taco bar. Make so your I'm just imagining a chafing dish of, like, ground beef. Ew. Ew. At the fucking titty bar. And there's lettuce. This sounds like every country song dream. Just yeah. like, I want tacos, I want titties, and I want America. And I want America. <laughs> I want my country back. <laughs> <laughs> back to when we made tacos. I, I've never actually been to a strip club in my life. But Ooh, humble brag. In, uh, in Vegas, they do these signs uh, every year right at like high school graduation time. Yeah. Where they'll literally be like, now hiring They're class scouting. of 2020. Whoa. They'll literally say that in the now thing. Hiring now class? hiring graduated class of 2020. Like the high school you graduating to, you class. You haven't been to a strip club. You go up in Vegas. Don't you I guys get like baptized in those places? You can't, like, go, oh you can't go until you're 21. And okay. I was like in a relationship but didn't want to spend money on. Really? You have to be 21 uh, in Vegas? Yeah. I thought you have to be 18. No. 21. Because they but serve the alcohol. the dancers only have to be 18. Well, there's oh, that's so tough. if there's if they're uh, if it's topless, they serve alcohol. It's 21. If it's fully nude, you can go at 18. But the fully <laughs> nude ones are sketchy because they're like grandfathered in and like shit's weird there. Wait, they chart. You have to be older to see them with more well, clothes. Just because if if they serve alcohol, they have to have on bottoms. <laughs> I don't know why, but. You can I only know why. You can only be, what? They don't want the gooshies going in the yeah. drinks? How would that happen? We can serve like the my tacos. Is, how would that happen? The, the, these chicks are dripping into a Mai Tai. That's Ew. not happening. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I hate that. that. Snail trailing oh. into a mojito? Oh. That's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. Snail trailing into oh a my mojito. God. Creaming Never into it. Okay, we're over. <laughs> I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Extremely Internet. This is a fun one. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kylie Anderson Comedy, on Twitter at Danger Anderson, and come check out uh, Kids in the Yard or Really Very if you're in LA. Uh, follow those shows on Instagram and come check them out. Uh, I'm Gracie Todd. You can follow me on Instagram at gtodd321 or on Twitter at grasstoad. I'm Mitch Holloman. You can follow me on everything at Mitch Holloman. And Stephen, what like what plugs do you have for us? What, what do you got say going? At Stephen Garza joke. Yeah. At Stephen Garza oh. joke yeah. for all of social media forms. Oh, yes, yeah. folks. You've been <laughs> face fuck. <laughs>